Another year brings new and old faces together for the common goal of striving for academic and athletic excellence. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760 in conjunction with Hawaii Pacific University proudly presents Sharks Weekly, a deep dive into HPU athletics and who are this week's standout performers, which program is making a splash in the classroom, community, and on the field. What are the upcoming schedules? All these questions answered and more coming live from the HPU eSports Arena powered by DSC Hawaii on the Hawaii Pacific University campus at Aloha Tower Marketplace. Here's your host, Hawaii Pacific University's Vice President and Chief Marketing Communications Officer, Jeffrey Rich. Aloha, Sharks Nation. (laughs) We are live here on the beautiful campus of Hawaii Pacific University at Aloha Tower Marketplace here at the beautiful HPU Esports Arena powered by DSE Hawaii. I'm your host, Jeff Rich, and we are uh, a week or so out from uh, winter break, uh, but we have an exciting show for you today. We are going to be talking all things women's softball. Uh, We've got uh, a couple of uh, three student athletes and our head coach, and we'll introduce them in a moment. Um, But before we do, um, let me first introduce uh, our regulars in studio, um, HPU Sports Information Director, Mr. Marcus DeWall, and our in-studio producer, Mr. Paul Breck. Gentlemen, how are you doing this morning? Uh, happy to be here, Jeff. Always happy, and it's exciting time. We had baseball last week, and we got softball this week. I mean, what could be better before the winter break? I, I totally agree. This is going to be a great show. Um, we're having an exciting conversation. Marcus, um, how, how are you doing? How'd your week go? Uh, doing great, you know, trying to wrap up the semester, but uh, just been having a great time on campus. Uh, me and Paul got to have a little field trip to Stan Sheriff Center on Sunday, and so just having a great time. Nice, nice. You guys going anywhere, doing anything for the, the holiday break? Working. Working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. HPU Athletics is never off, I've heard. You guys are always rocking and rolling. Yeah, no, no days off here. But <laughs> actually, thirteen days off according to my contract. But all right, yeah, well, yeah, you yeah. Go. <laughs> you might have asked for twelve or fourteen. You know, thirteen's kind of unlucky. And I know sports has superstitions. But Paul, are you heading back to uh, what is it, Ithaca, the Ithaca area in beautiful Central New York? No, sir. I will be remaining here on island. We have the uh, well, you got the hoops in Hawaii Classic upcoming next week for the basket men's basketball team that I'll be covering for our HSRN station, and then. You have the University of Hawaii, the Diamond Head Classic coming on up. Uh, And I actually have one of my friends coming out. She works at TCU as an SID. They play in the Diamond Head Classic. So I'm pretty excited about that. My family's coming out. I've got a whole bunch of people. Christmas is coming to me in Hawaii this year. (laughs) A little malikilikimaka type of deal, you know? Plenty of presents. Who's the big powerhouse coming into the the Diamond Head Classic? It's Uh, always UH, you know. uh, Well, no, I I don't know if that's necessarily (laughs) going to be the truth, but I, I I will say that it should be a fun one, fun field. TCU is always a, a solid program. UH is off to a phenomenal start. And last year, if anybody caught it, there was a buzzer beater in the championship game. And the moment went viral on ESPN, Twitter, all of those things. So hopefully something similar this year. I went home last year, so it'll probably be switched up super boring this year. But, you know, hopefully the other way around. 
Well, very nice. Well, very nice. Well, but we're not here to talk about UH basketball. We're here to talk about HPU softball this morning. As I mentioned, we have an exciting show. Um, we have the head coach of HPU's women's softball team, uh, Jarnet Lono. Jarnet, you're heading into your seventh season here as coach, um, and you have a nearly approaching 30-year history with HPU, starting as a, an undergrad back in, I think, 1995 as a yes. business major. I was a business major. Good morning, everybody. Aloha. Aloha. Um, so, man, 30 years with the university, um, both as a student athlete and, and uh, now the head coach. Um, if if uh, my notes are correct, you brought HPU softball its first uh, D2 <laughs> national championship. I was a part of that um, coaching staff, and it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, you brought three amazing student athletes with us today. Um, we have uh, <laughs> Gianna Kirschbaum, Jewel Larson, and Savina Molina. Love that name. Um, let's let's introduce. Let's get to know everybody today. So maybe we can start um, with um, with Shiana. So you are a sophomore and a pitcher, outfielder, and third baseman. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so well, well, first of all, you're from uh, Baroda, Michigan. Am I, is that the town? Am I pronouncing that right? Baroda. Yeah. Yes. Where is that exactly? Um, like Southwest Michigan. If I hold the. And it's like way down here, like so twenty minutes the, from the, the border UP, of Indiana. Right? Uh, no, there? no, no, no. Okay, the LP, the LP, the Lower Peninsula. Yeah, you know one of my favorite places in Michigan, uh, Mackinac Island. Oh yeah, there. I've been there. It's okay. super awesome. Yeah. Wow, for our listeners, it's it's like stepping back in time. There's no motorized vehicles there and i think they had filmed um uh it was a big white manor um a resort that i think there was a movie oh. somewhere in time with christopher reeves and um, that they filmed back there that's really cool but what a yes. great place that is so you are out of cold snowy michigan and here in beautiful hawaii it's got to yes. be a nice change yeah it's nice but i'm going home today actually and i'm excited to go back to the cold i feel like it doesn't feel like christmas for me unless it's cold because i grew up in a place where it's always cold at christmas time so <laughs> All right, we'll check back in with you in about 30 years and see if you still like cold winters. Because okay. uh, <laughs> I've had my share, I know. Um, well, welcome. Um, let's let's introduce our second student athlete, uh, Ms. Jewel Larson. Uh, you are a junior, um, shortstop, catcher, third baseman, and outfielder. I'm whatever shorty needs me to be that season. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a native of um, Oahu from uh, YPO. Yep. Okay, so you've lived here your whole life. You went to Pearl City High School. Yep, 82, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, interesting, but, you know, so you, you decided to stay on island and go to college. Yeah. What, what drove that decision? Um, I really just wanted to be able to play in front of my family. That was the biggest thing for me. Okay. Do they turn out in droves for your games? Yes. <laughs> so you they got do. a built-in cheering section all the time, yeah. Jarnett? And it grows. Yeah, it grows. <laughs> well, that's nice, and it's important to have that kind of support. Um, so let's see. You um, are a – your major is uh, – where am I seeing here? Public health. Yep, public so, health. And you plan to go on to uh, Doctor of Physical Therapy. Yes. Wow, are you going to stay at HPU and get that DPT? I would, yeah, I'm trying. Nice, nice. Um, what, what made you choose public health? So, funny thing about our school is we don't have a kinesiology program. And uh, when I was going into being a Doctor of Physical Therapy, my advisor said, you can choose any major you want as long as you get the prereqs. So I went into public health and I actually really enjoy public health. Yeah. So I'm getting 
uh, my major in that and then doing my prereqs for physical therapy on top of that. Nice, nice. It's a great profession. And boy, talk about plugging into the community and really helping to make a difference. Um, very rewarding career pathway. Well, let's introduce our third student athlete, uh, Ms. Savina Molina. You are a second baseman and you are from Manteca, California. Yep. So what brought you to HPU? So I transferred from Western Oregon and my sister actually, my younger sister, she's a freshman, she committed here before me okay. and so I thought it'd be cool to come and finish my softball career with her my last two years and play with her and also I mean it's Hawaii so can't get <laughs> any better than that. Sell. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're also a public health major. Yep. Okay, but you have a little bit different ultimate career path, physician assistant. Yeah. I'm not sure what field I want to go in, Okay, but that's what I want to do. So you're going to, you know, HPU starting a PA program. Mm -hmm. that, that what you're eyeing? Yeah, I'm trying to, or may get into it from transferring, so my credits are a little messed up. So okay. I'm like kind of behind a well, term, you, but. Well, let's see, you're a junior, so you got one more year, and I think that program launches um, 20, next fall, right? Yeah. Okay. But you have to like apply like a whole year or a couple months before, so I probably won't get in until like a year after I graduate. Yeah. What a great choice, and that is such an emerging field. And you know, we all know about some of the um, healthcare uh, issues around the country, access to healthcare in rural areas, for example, where we don't have as much um, healthcare uh, supply as the demand requires. And part of the way of solving that are programs like the PA program, nurse practitioners, yeah. um, healthcare professionals that can plug in and provide similar services to an MD. Um, mm -hmm. You know, those are just vital to the community. Yeah. Excellent. Sure. All right. So, you know, and I don't think we're going back um, to um, to you, Gianna, you uh, let's see. <laughs> we didn't talk that much here. So you went to Lakeshore High School um, out in Baroda, Michigan. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the cold. But tell me about um, your pre vet. So you're obviously tracking towards uh, a, a veterinarian position. Yes, yeah, OK. Yeah. So what what drove that decision? You're just an animal lover? Yeah, um, I wanted to be a doctor for a really long time, like from the age of three to like seventh grade. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be a marine biologist. Well, then I came here and I started my marine biology degree. And, you know, it's not for everybody. And then I actually lost my dog over the summer. Right. So that kind of pushed me to want to be a vet. And also just like combining like animals and being a doctor. I feel like this is something that this is my calling like I can't really explain how or why but I switched my major in October so now I'm on track to be a vet <laughs> nice so always an animal lover pets at home uh yeah actually we have two dogs we have a boxer and he is not a year yet he's really really bad he's the like worst dog we've ever had <laughs> but he's so cute so it's hard to be mad at him but he's so naughty and then we have a shih tzu pomeranian mix and she's seven and i love her she's so cute she's like she's nice. so cute <laughs> nice animal check you guys animal lovers pets at home i have a german shepherd okay. his name's coda he's a big boy he <laughs> Big boy, but he's like super smart, but like so stupid at the same time. <laughs> it's okay. And then I have a bunny. His name's Stitch. Stitch, the bunny yeah. here with you on campus, no. or no? All your he's animals at home. are home. Okay. Yeah. So I go home tomorrow. I'll see them. Okay. But. Can I can I jump in real quick? Absolutely. You said Stitch is the name, right? Stitch. Yeah. He kind of looks like Stitch from Lilo. And All right. I was gonna yeah. say that's, has, the, that's where yeah. the question was he has coming the spots. from. All right. Okay. I was gonna say it just kind of ended up working out. Have you had? How long have you had Stitch? 
was it pre pre Hawaii? Yeah, like he we've had him for a couple See, years. It, it's that invisible <laughs> string connecting. You were always meant to be always, an HBU yeah. Shark. See, it, I, the lines are lining. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, um, what does one do with a bunny? Do you you know outside for a little free? Yeah. So time? When we first got him. We would like let him run around the house. He get like the zoomies, okay. like a dog. Like you know how they run around. Yeah. But then like when, during COVID. We actually put like a leash on him and like walked him out. Walk the bunny? Does he go for a walk? Is that no, it was more like dragging. Dragging him? But we just let him run around. He has like a little big cage downstairs. Okay. But he doesn't like like hardwood floor. So we have to put him on carpet and he'll like run around. But Wow. Well, that's a picky bunny, I have yeah. to say. But he gives like little kisses. Like if you put your face up to it, he'll lick your face. It's so cute. Get a bunny. Oh my God! All right, so there you heard it. There is there is your holiday gift. Give the gift of a bunny. All right, hey, we're going to take a, a quick commercial break, but we will be back. We're talking softball this morning. I'm your host Jeff Rich, and you are with Sharks Weekly, and we will be right back. You're listening to Sharks Weekly on the Hawaii Sports Radio Networks, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And we are back. You are listening live, as they said, to Sharks Weekly here at the campus of Hawaii Pacific University. And just a reminder that you can catch us live uh, almost every Thursday. I think we're off uh, next week um, as we begin winter break. Uh, but usually you can catch us live on AM 760 and FM 95.1. And, of course, you can always visit Hawaii sportsradio.com and check out Sharks Weekly and listen to our live broadcast there or catch our streaming which is now uploaded to YouTube where you can see all the craziness happening in studio <laughs> during these broadcasts. Uh, but we are talking uh, HPU softball here with um, head coach Jarnette Lono. So, you know, Jarnette, you guys are, um, are gearing up for the spring. You're getting ready. Looks like you got a really strong team with some great chemistry. Um, you know, what do you expect this season? We have a 50, a 50 game schedule this year, so it's going to be a little challenging for them. We try to max it out every year at about 56, but 50 seems like a, a good number. Uh, with the team that we have, it's a good mix of uh, new blood, new players, transfers uh, with our returning players and key starters from our team that actually went to the Packers Championship last year. Wow, so 50 games. So what do you guys average a week? What, three games a week? Four games a week? Uh, every game that we play is a doubleheader. Okay. So in a weekend, we could play four. Wow. During the course of a week, it could be eight games. God, you guys it must get awful tired. I mean, that is a grinding season. No? No? <laughs> when you love what you do, right? Who gets tired? Um, what do we? What should we expect this year? Uh, I mean, when you think about last year's team and, and how you guys did, and, and what's different um, this year, um, you know, what's the expectation? I think the expectation going into any season is to get to that national championship and win it. Yep. So from there, we sort of backward map what our individual and team goals are. So of course, the first goal is to win the Pacific West Conference Championship. I think after last year. They know that they can compete and, and beat our conference foes. Um, so that'll be the first step. Then we head to regionals, super okay. regionals, and make it over to nationals. Nice, nice. Well, when you think about your um, your Pac West competition, you know who who's on the radar? Who do you uh, who are you gearing up for? I think we're always the one on everyone else's radar. It seems like we have the target on our back, and you know it, it comes with the history that we've built, the tradition, and of course us being the only softball program in the Pac West to win a national championship. So that target is always on our back. But for us, you know, we want 
want the competitive teams like Concordia, like Azusa, like mm-hmm. Viola, and we we know we're right in the mix with them. Yep. Um, what? How do you guys feel on the team? What's the chemistry like this this season? Are you feeling? You know, is it going to be a special season? Is this? Uh, you, you know, is the is the end is the Division Two championship within reach? Yes. Yes. That's an, that's an affirmative yes. Um, the chemistry this year has been really awesome. I think this is the best gelled team. This is my third year. Um, the chemistry is phenomenal. We've been doing a lot of um, like team bonding this year. That's something that we wanted to focus on. Yeah, it can be really hard, especially, like, we have a lot of girls from the mainland also, so, you know, like, not having your family on island with you, but, like, the chemistry is so good this year that it honestly just feels like this is my family, like, I see them every day. <laughs> Coach, what do you attribute that to, you know, the building of good chemistry? I imagine it starts with the players that you recruit and, and bring into the program. It does start with the the recruits. I mean, they, they have to have a certain personality to fit being on an island, because, you know, you have a lot of kids who they can only go around the island so many times in a year. Yep. And then they get homesick. But for the most part, we look for personalities and fit. Skill is easy to come by, easy to judge. But, you know, that's just part of the process. Yeah. Well, it seems like you've put the, the pieces of the puzzle together very well this year. Um, so, you know, you talked about that great team chemistry. What what drives that? Do you spend a lot of time, you know, off, off uh, the diamond and, and building that chemistry and doing things, well, you know, team bonding? <laughs> Gia's always at my house. So yeah. <laughs> she comes over, she eats all our food. <laughs> all the, is that the place to go for the home cooked cook meal? And um, you're local? <laughs> I do not eat all of the food at Jules' house. Yeah, they does. just have a lot of just food. Healthy and stuff, I come right? over for the birthday parties. And so there's already a lot of my food. family. <laughs> Jules also eats a lot of food. So more than that. You guys got to keep the energy level up, right? So it's not how much you eat. It's what you eat. It's the health food, right? Yes. (laughs) We also do a lot of like, we make a point to go to all the other teams games together and we'll do like beach days as a team or like we do like games at practice just to keep the bonding and to just build our trust more and more. I feel like. What's, uh, what's the go-to beach? (laughs) (laughs) Well, for um, personally, I like West Side or even North, but mm-hmm. we have a lot of girls that live on this side, so we just go to Ala Moana Beach Park. Yeah, nice surfers on the team, or no? Yeah, nobody surfs Nobody on our surfs. Team. No. Wow, that's the first team that I think I've had in where you know it wasn't surfing wasn't the dominant activity. No. I'm curious, Coach, is that? You know, are you happy about that? You know, I got to imagine that some, especially if nobody is like pro surfer out here, you know, I got to imagine it's dangerous. It has to be nice to hear on your side where it's like, all right, all my, all my girls are going to be safe when they're (laughs) hanging out and having fun together, or at least safe for the most part. Yeah. I mean, we've had quite a bit of girls who were surfers in the past, but it, it helps mentally, you know, not having to worry about shoulder and back issues. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, it, it probably keeps the focus. Um, what else do you do? Do you, you know, do you go to movies? I think we had talked with uh, a team last week and they, um, you know, uh, I think bowling was an activity sometimes. But um, if the chemistry is already there, then you're, you're, you're much further down the road. But keeping it rolling through the season, especially, you know, when you get towards the middle end, when it starts to be a bit of a grind, I imagine. I feel like a lot of us, too, like if we're the same major, we'll like take the same classes. So it's like we're in the classroom together, too. Okay. Like I know... (laughs) 
I took a marine biology class and there was like four of us. So we sit by each other. So we see each other at class. We have a little break and then we go to practice. So it's like we're always around each other. So I feel like that helps. And out of like school, if we need help with assignments or like work together. Nice. You do that too. Well, it sounds like, you know, not just great chemistry, but just um, great attitudes and supportiveness of each other that uh, really creates something special this year. So, all right. So the bar is set. It's great chemistry. It's great talent. You're, uh, you know, the team to beat. So the bar is set high, Charnette. It is. And uh, I just want to add, like, for the current year, we actually did a lot of culture building early on. And I think that helped to set the tone for them to build the team chemistry. So when you say culture building, you mentioned you have a lot of players from off island this year. So Mm -hmm. getting them acclimated to Hawaiian culture. What's that like and what sorts of things are important? The the team culture, for example, the the dynamics that they want to see, that they want incorporated into the daily schedule. Um, And then the goal setting as individuals and teams. I mean, those are the things that really built you know, their bond mm-hmm. and then making certain that we touch base, we go back to those things to remind them of their investment, their conv- their commitment and their dedication to the overall goal. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that makes HPU and, and living in Hawaii special is that um, that focus on the culture here that's so different than every other place. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is something special. I think I, I had, um, had a note that you guys did a service project just recently. <laughs> yeah, um, we did. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, We went to Waimea Valley and we just basically like did lawn care on this, was it a a burial ground? Which was like really special because nobody else ever gets to go up there. And so we went up there and we just pulled weeds and like, that was, we really just pulled weeds and it looks like way better now, but it was awesome. And we had like a whole cultural presentation too. That was awesome. And it just helps to learn like it's very eye-opening to be here and do these experiences i feel like how'd you guys feel was that an exciting opportunity yeah i thought it was really cool it's definitely something i've never personally witnessed before especially being on the mainland so it was like really like interesting and also like kind of inspiring to see like the culture here and like being a part of it is really cool yeah you feel it immediately when you get here um is that is that a regular that that service project or do you do different things each year we try to do different things every year but it's there's always a connection to the native host and you know being a native hawaiian a speaker we try to make certain that they're exposed to the many different facets of our culture yeah yeah that's all part of um of of exposure to hawaii and and that culture building that is so important so um when you guys think about the team's um strengths this year you know is it is it are you co-equal on pitching and offense and you know or is there a real strength this year i feel like pitching wise we're pretty co-equal we have a like good staff that is very diverse so we'll be able to throw a lot of teams off when we switch who's pitching in the games and we all really work hard like all season all four of us have been coming an hour early before practice to throw a full bullpen and then do practice and conditioning and lift so Wow, what so what um what's the ball get up to speed wise? You know, any you guys clocking it? Um, I haven't been clocked in a really long time, but I think we're all low to mid sixties, mm-hmm. I wanna say. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And, and then change ups probably around forty to forty five, I would say. Which is really good um speed difference. So. Yeah. Ball comes in fast, that's for sure. Um but strong offensively too. Is it you know um, deep ball? Or are you guys gonna you know uh, small ball them? What's the what's the the strength on the offensive side? 
Um, one of the things that like I feel like really sets us apart as an offense is that we have girls that will smash a ball over the fence, but will also put a bunt down and be safe. Mm-hmm. So you got to just watch and see. So you change it up a lot, yep. keep them, keep the other team off balance. Yes. Yeah, that's always good strategy. I also feel like defensively, there's a lot of us that can play a lot of different positions, so we can switch it up a lot. And yep. we do it like every practice. We'll just go to different positions, so everyone knows the different positions. Yeah. So that makes us like really strong. So you got a lot of utility players. Yeah, you never know who's going to play what. Well, hey, we're going to take a quick break, but before we do, let me call out a couple of our amazing sponsors. First of all, Sharks Weekly is brought to you in part by Bank of Hawaii. Bank of Hawaii is a proud sponsor of Hawaii Pacific University Athletics and the only local bank ranked, ranked as one of America's most trusted companies by Newsweek. Bank of Hawaii, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Also, we are brought to you by F3 Energy. F3 Energy, fueling physical and mental strength. We are going to take a quick commercial break, break, but you're listening to Sharks Weekly. I'm your host, Jeff Rich, and we will be right back. You're listening to Sharks Weekly on the Hawaii Sports Radio Networks, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And we are back talking women's softball this morning. We've got um, three amazing student athletes and our head coach, um, Jarnette Lono. And we've got Gianna Kirschbaum, Jewel Larson, and Sabina Molina all talking in studio with us. So let's, um, you know, before we get back into softball, um, I want to turn to you, Marcus. And, uh, you know, you are a man on the go all week long as we were talking about earlier it is never a dull moment with hpu sports and you have been uh, making the rounds checking in on other teams and seeing what's happening give us a, a summary of the week in review yeah so our, our men's basketball team uh went over to the stand sheriff center and played uh uh and and it, well it was an exhibition for us but it counted for them so we literally had nothing to lose going into it but uh <laughs> but i feel like it was a it was a win-win scenario for our men's team because you know we're riding a five-game win streak so I mean, you know, we wanted to win, obviously, but I feel like that loss really just gives them, you know, a reignite their their spark heading into this uh, tournament this weekend. So really excited to see how they play. Uh, big matchup on uh, Sunday against number 10, San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. And so big test for them. And then the day after, they're playing Lincoln University, and they're led by Gary Payton. And so really cool to see him in the Shark Tank. Gary and, uh, Payton. Yeah, the wow. glove. It was a the supersonic, glove, right? Baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they have a rematch against uh, Alaska Anchorage. And so just back-to-back-to-back games for them. And so it's going to be a fun fun time to be in the Shark Tank. Uh, I get to just be there, as I just had. Yep. So it would be a fun time for me to watch it. But. You know, you mentioned uh, that they had a run of uh, five wins, I think, straight. And what's, what's special about the team this year? What's special about the team is that all those wins, they had to just gut them out. Uh, I think the biggest margin of victory so far in that span was like five points. Wow. And so, uh, learning every, how to win the close ones. Yeah. And so I feel like what's really cool about that team is like, you know, with like soccer, you see how people from different areas have a different like interpretation of the game. And so it's really cool to see like, you know, like Melo Sanchez, like you can see the Southern California just, I get the ball, I'll, I'll shoot with conviction. I don't, like he doesn't care where he is or like how much we're down by or how much we're up ahead. He just shoots with conviction. I really like that about him. And then, you know, Josh Nusilu and uh, Diggy Winbush, both uh, Bay Area Juco products. And uh, as a Bay Area native, it makes me happy to see them uh, hoop. And uh, just the way they play, it's just the, the Bay Area, just like the grit and just like the nine to five, you know. Yeah, you know it's not it's not always pretty, but they get the job done. And so, nice. well, for our listeners, yeah. if you haven't checked out HPU basketball, uh, men's basketball and women's, 
come, oh, and, yeah. come and check out the teams. We've got great seasons um, um, here. So what else did you see this week as you made the, the way around athletics? Yeah, I saw, uh, you know, yeah, women's basketball getting ready for their matchup next Tuesday against Carroll College. And that's a that's a monster of a team. They're number four in NAIA. And so it's going to be a good matchup down at the Shark Tank. And uh also saw, I mean, me and Jarnett saw the, the Christmas party yesterday. <laughs> Uh, I came away with an Amazon Echo Dot, so pretty really proud of myself for that. Uh, I got a bullseye game. I, I I actually wanted that, and but no one would take my gift. I was really trying hard to sell that Amazon Echo Dot, but no one got. I really felt bad for uh for Coach Knack. Uh, you know he he had a lot of good prizes, and he came out with a. I think it was like shortbread cookies and stuff. Oh man, was, was this it? a uh, the ex- how'd you do? It was a white elephant. It was a white elephant. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we got to do a little exchanging of gifts. But, yeah, it was, um, a, it, was a, it was a twenty-five dollar limit, but I, I think some coaches went a little bit above. So I mean. <laughs> Not going to hate, but, wow. I, but yeah. Well, our marketing teams, we're doing ours on Monday, and I think we had a $10 limit, so I'm going to have to raise that a little bit, it sounds oh, yeah. like, with inflation, yeah. right? Yeah. $10. $10. What can you get for $10 yeah. these days, right? But uh, but really really excited for, for softball season. Uh, definitely have a love-hate relationship with softball. I mean, I love I love. What, do you, what would you hate about well, it? Wait hate, a minute here. Okay, let me explain the hate. So <laughs> I, I, I pride my, my, my college career at APU. Never got never got hurt in my life. You know, even when I was hurt, I would just you know thug that thing out. But <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, I was I was an athletic trainer's worst nightmare. But uh, so I graduate right. Uh, I go work at the A's, and then middle of the season, they're like, "Hey, we're having this company softball tournament, right?" I'm like, you know what? I played a little little bit of ball back in you know middle school. I watch I watch I watch Crystal Rosenthal at, at Concordia <laughs> take BP. I think I can I think I can hold my own. You know. And so I go up, you know, like, you know, like, you know, just basic, you know, swing mechanics. Like I take that first swing. Just blew by you, right? Dude, it was like, it was like, it was soft toss. There's nothing, nothing even crazy. Like every, every like athletic ability that I had just went out the window in the swing. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. I was like, maybe that was just a fluke. You know, it's been like years since I swung a bat. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to hit, I'm going to nuke this next one. I swing. I probably almost tore my, like my shoulder. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my God. God. And so, and so I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not about to strike out in the company, like softball game. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to Ichiro just swing for contact. It was, it was, I, I essentially just bunted it. Right. And so I, I, I got it right. I got a tip of it. And so I'm like, okay, you know what? Time to show that, that AP track speed and I'm running you know blistering down the line uh and all 60 feet right all 60 feet yeah (laughs) just 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 hauling and uh you know i just step on the base awkwardly i tear my meniscus oh my god just hit the base that's all it did yeah and i just i felt it i'm like you know what i can't be that guy that just like that goes down like no i'm like i'm 23 i'm still young i can't i can't do this (laughs) and so i'm sitting in the outfield and I'm like, I just got to play it off. Like, like I can definitely feel like something's not good. And so I'm in the outfield. And I'm like, because you get to choose your position every inning. I'm like, I'm just going to go play right field. No one's going to hit it to me. You know, there's all, like, I'll be fine. And of course, three straight balls just fly over my head. They're like, they're like Marcus, what are you doing? And I'm just like, just trying my best. Like, and so that day forward, I know. Uh, wow. So you actually game. tore yeah. it though. You, you, yeah, so you had it, to have yeah. surgery and. Yeah. Wow. Was, yeah. Wow. 
that you know, boy, oh boy, uh, I can see the love. I, I was gonna say, yeah. I, I can, I, yeah. I'll give you a pass for the yeah, love. Yeah, hate yeah, in yeah. A sense, especially yeah. because you said love first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I love, love, I love it, and just like, just we'll, sometimes we'll call just call it a yeah. love strained relationship. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Because so, we don't want to hate. Things. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. So that was your one and only sports injury, huh? Yeah, that was probably like the most like like serious one I ever got. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys ever have any you know big injury that you had to come back from and um, work your way through? Uh, I had labrum surgery my freshman year of college. Um, yeah, it was really challenging, but I had a really good support system. Coach Shorty and the rest of the girls were very encouraging during that time. Okay. Yeah. And you, you made it scot free, no season injury, ending uh, serious injuries. Jewel's a different animal though, because Jewel will work her butt off in the gym and also work with her PT folks to make certain that she's not just back a hundred percent. But it's like a hundred and ten percent. Yeah. See, there you go. That's the attitude that'll uh, that'll that'll push you through injuries. But um, boy, they do happen. It's the freak injuries, right? <laughs> um, sometimes you just can't stretch enough. I mean, mine didn't. I didn't have to get any surgery or anything. But I almost tore like the ligaments in my elbow. So my freshman year, I got hurt like right at preseason. Okay. So I didn't play my freshman year. But oh, so you got I just did. Yeah. Okay. But I just did like PT and stuff. But it wasn't too too bad. Yeah. Now I'm good. Ready to go. <laughs> there you go. You know, a lot of athletes too. I mean, in, with the adrenaline flowing in the games, um, you know, it's easy to to, not, to underestimate your injury and go back out there and play and make it worse. I, I estimated it probably all right. Yeah, I was I was hurting out there. You but still went out there though. I think my pride hurt more than my knee, but yeah, definitely was hurting out there. Coach, uh, I'm just curious in your career because uh, obviously you played and whatnot, but in your coaching career, have you? changed your viewpoint on injury prevention at all like as you've gone through preseason after preseason have you prepared your teams differently and seen different results and what what have you seen that's been best for you guys so far i I have changed over the course of the last uh, i think 10 years and in even in the last five years before it was all or nothing you arrive we're gonna kill you we're gonna make you run make you hurt make you We'll see who's the weakest one, and and if you're the weak one, then you know you didn't do enough to get here. Uh, so that's changed, I think, significantly for me, and working with the different athletic trainers that we have on staff and trying to be more preventative and add strength and add like long-term things that will, you know, help them develop over the course of not just the fall through the winter, but even during the spring. Gotcha. I was just curious because I feel like with a lot of young coaches, that's like the case early on. <laughs> that's the case early on, especially where they're they're going, 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 and then you start to see that adjustment. I saw you kind of making a face over there. How have you seen the changes uh, in your three years here in your preseason and off-season work, trying to get ready for season, and even in-season when it comes to injury stuff? Well, my freshman year, fall Oh, man. I thought I was going to die every day. Shorty killed us every single day. But this year, um, she killed us, but she she changed a lot because, like, before practice, we make sure we're stretching more. We do different stretches now. Um, we're doing a lot of band work, shoulder work. And then even after practice, we're making sure that, like, we're stretching, warming down. And we really emphasize going to see the trainer a lot this year. Nice. I found a secret weapon for um, 
for stretching and getting limber, and especially at my age where you definitely need it. But if you guys ever tried hot yoga, oh yeah, I would highly recommend. You know, if you like yoga, that's great because it's stretching. But boy, in a room like 105 degrees, and first of all, you just sweat all the toxins out of your system. It'll be like you jumped in a pool. But man, your ability to really stretch and push your body, you know, a lot further in that heated room is just remarkable. Um, so, Marcus, you, you, you hot yoga experience or no? I mean, I can stretch at Alamon. I count that as hot yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Been there, get, done that, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, sweaty all day there, but... Very true, very true. But um, well, you don't hear about teams. I remember a story uh, the NFL and um, uh, way back when they had the 49ers um, uh, do ballet, ballet practice to work. Jerry on. Rice, yes, yes, and he became very focused on on that as a as a training method. Mm-hmm. Method. Yeah, you know, there's different sciences behind all the small muscles and the fast switch muscles from the toes all the way up to the fingertips. So it was very very beneficial for. The Niners back in the day. Yep, yep. And something completely different. Um, All right. Well, hey, we are going to take another break, our last break of today's show. um, And then we're going to come back and uh, we're going to check back in uh, with Mr. Marcus DeWall and and see what's coming up uh, in the week ahead here. Um, As we said, even though we've got a holiday break coming up, it's no rest for HBU Athletics. So we'll get a little sneak peek at what to expect in the coming week. I'm your host, Jeff Rich. You're listening to Sharks Weekly, and we will be right back. You're listening to Sharks Weekly on the Hawaii Sports Radio Networks, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And we're broadcasting live from the amazing, beautiful Hawaii Pacific University on the campus here at Aloha Tower Marketplace on the beautiful island of Oahu in the wonderful, amazing, best state in the country, Hawaii. And so, absolutely, I think we would all attest to that. So anybody listening out there that is not on the island and is thinking about an amazing school to go to or an amazing place to come and live, don't come here because we like it. <laughs> we like it less populated, right? No, I'm kidding. Come here. It's an amazing life experience. And uh, I moved here about a year and a half ago um, from the East Coast and absolutely love living out here. I can't imagine living anywhere else. Well, hey, this is the, the time on our show when we uh, we have a little look ahead at what's happening um, here um, as we head into the winter break. As I mentioned, even though um, things will start to get quiet next week as people head out officially for winter break, um, faculty, staff, and students, um, they'll still be a heck of a lot happening in athletics so tell us what's going on marcus yeah so like i said we got the hoops in hawaii classic uh but over the winter break not a lot of competition wise it's mostly just women's and men's basketball uh, in the bay area and so i'll actually be back home for that and so i'll Go be back to uh, san fran area yeah so i live in uh brentwood california yeah yeah <laughs> i have to i have to clarify a lot of people brentwood where I live is not the same as O.J. Brentwood. O.J. Brentwood. Yeah, so two different things, two different things. And so sometimes I just say Antioch to make it easier. But uh, so I, I, I live in Brentwood, and so uh, really excited to just be back home and then also just, like, you know, cover our – see our teams play and, like, in stadiums I'm familiar with growing up. And so it's going to be always be a fun time. And it's going to be weird, like, going back home, like, like representing Hawaii. And so <laughs> – uh, funny story about yeah about the Bay. So there's there's only one L and L in in the Bay Area, right? And so before I'm I surprised moved, there's any. <laughs> yeah, well, well. So here's the th- here's the thing. When I, before I moved here, so I'd go. I used to like you know DoorDash like on my off days at the A's, and then so uh, I'd always DoorDash from L and L. 
and I I was in the impression that L and L was like this one little like mom and pop shop in the Bay. Like I thought it was like a, like their own thing. And so when I came here, I was like, yeah, you guys ever heard of L and L back in the Bay? Area? And they're like, like, what are you talking about? It's like there's like one on every corner. And so I was, man, I was so distraught. I thought I had like I thought I was like yeah, I, thought I was in the know. You know, I thought I was I was with it, but apparently it's just you know it's like McDonald's here. So are all I think all the menus are different at L and L's too, right? It's not the same menu because they have. You guys are talking about El Moana Beach. It's my favorite meal is the four dollar and forty five cent mahi mahi sandwich at at L and L over at El Moana. Um, but I don't think they have that at every single one. They think they have a little different menu. No, maybe they do. But yeah, I thought it was just our thing. But yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But you, you live and learn. But excited to be back. Excited to see you know uh, all our teams play in at Dominican and not really excited for Academy of Art. But I mean, well, I'm, I'm gonna be there for that. But it's an interesting gym, but uh, excited for that. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun break, and then everything picks up January, and then February. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be a crazy. Me and Eli took a look at that. Oh, we're we're doing like Sudoku to make that that schedule work. Oh my gosh, but <laughs> Sudoku. But uh, it's gonna be fun. I feel like you know you have a lot of teams. You know, with, with Coach Dan in baseball, Coach Jarnett with softball, and then both our basketball teams. I feel like they're all heading in great directions, and so. I feel like it's been so much fun to cover them all and so much fun to be at their games this season. Yeah, you can definitely feel the momentum behind um, HBU Athletics and uh, the spirit of achievement and uh, great camaraderie. And it's driven first and foremost by our amazing coaches in, in all of our sports. So thank you for all you're doing to help contribute to that, Jarnett. Um, you know, you guys mentioned earlier that um, the chemistry is great and you as a team get out and support other HPU sports. Um, tell us a little bit about maybe some of your excursions to watch other programs in action. Um, we just went to men and women's basketball last, what was that, Monday? And then we went to men and women's soccer in October. And we also went to women's volleyball in October. So we're trying to make it to everybody's but once we hit the spring, like, we will not be at any games. We will be at our games. <laughs> wow. I'm sure the other teams appreciate that kind of support. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're the type of kids. They're not just going to sit there and, like, just watch. They're the ones who are a little rowdy, cheering them on and kind of edging the other team as well. <laughs> Well, Paul, uh, are you going to hit anything in the, the little time you've got uh, around over the holidays? See, Jeff, all I do is hit these HPU sports. I am amongst <laughs> the biggest Shark fans you'll, you'll find. Uh, I have all the coverage uh, on my Twitter. I'll always have it for us on HSRN. And even when I'm not working for the radio station, I always like to stop by just because, like Marcus was saying, there are so many programs at HPU that are just moving in the appropriate and good directions where it's a fun time. I mean, we just heard the, the players talk about, you know, well, I guess coach kind of putting them on blast and saying how they're nice and rowdy and they like to, to be amongst the actual student section and those type of things. That's how you get support back at your games. At least, you know, I, I've talked about it before I go to or I went to a Division three school um, for college and that's how you got crowds was you went and you supported the other programs and they kind of did the same thing right back and if you're especially rowdy well then they kind of do the same thing and when you're good like this softball team is there's going to be a lot of opportunities for these other 
HPU athletic teams to be rowdy in the crowd and take or watch them as they take down the rest of the Pac West. Yep, definitely part of uh, what's special here about HPU is that support that you feel um, all through the university and particularly in the athletics. Um, well, all right, so. Do you guys have any superstitions? You know, we talk a lot about um, about that in sports with the different teams that come on, and I am always curious to hear interesting superstitions. So anything uh, that comes to mind that, that you or any of your teammates might do? Um, me, personally, I have to look good in the mirror. <laughs> if I don't look good and I don't feel good, I feel like I'm not going to play good. So look good, feel good, play good. Now, that was a quote by, what was that, Billy Crystal Saturday Night Live character? Um, what was his name? So it's better to look good than to feel good. Um, and then you play good, right? Uh, God, what was I mean, Somebody can, nobody, that's way before everybody's time, right? I don't remember that one. Yeah. I was going to say, you're, you're reaching out of my, my <laughs> box of horrors. In this well, you'll thing. have to YouTube that because there's definitely some fun uh, segments from Billy Crystal back in his days on Saturday Night Live. Superstition? I have to put my sliders on first before anything. Sliders? Sliders, yeah. They like go underneath your softball like, pants. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like spandex. Okay. But I wear padding because... I rip up my legs. <laughs> um, and then I think I might bring this one back. I haven't, I didn't do it at my old school, but I used to wear like bows or ribbon in my hair. A I, different one or was there one special one? No, I think it was, I well, for bows, they're different, but ribbon, I'd keep the same one until it gets all like raggedy. Okay. Then I get a new one, but I'm going to bring it back this year. <laughs> oh, all right. We got one. Wendy. All right. Hit us with your superstition. I honestly don't have any. Um, uh, I used to have a lot when I was younger, but I was like, older like i just don't i don't know me and jewel will pray before games but that's about it like that's my biggest superstition <laughs> well that's got to make it easier though uh, you can just roll into each game and you know different routine each time but like you know every athlete though at some point you know you do something a little different and then you have a great game or a big win and then you kind of think that was it you know it was that t-shirt under my jersey or whatever it might be I just thought of one I actually do have. I don't know why, but I have to wear a rubber band on my glove hand wrist mm. or I feel like I'm not going to have good defense. It's I think I started doing that like last year, but I if I don't have a rubber band on my wrist, I like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to play good. Like, I don't know why. Okay, Jeff, I just want to <laughs> shout out the rest of the team members. Our only senior, Hoku Ching, also a local kid, come out and support her. Then we got Taylor, Ari, Neva. Um, our freshman, <laughs> Layla. <laughs> Go to our website, check how, out how the many roster. Do you have? Uh, we've got three freshmen uh, Trinity, okay. Kanani, oh, four, and Jade. Is that about how many you'd normally have, or, or a younger team, or just this is average for you? Average. Wait, okay. Three to four. Well, that means that you've got an amazing team this year, and you've got great talent to come back next year. So we should expect sustained excellence, right, Coach? I love that, yes. <laughs> nice. Well, hey, I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, and uh, as I mentioned, we are going to be on break next week, but you can catch uh, an amazing rebroadcast of a prior show. Um, so I want to wish everybody a happy holiday, a safe winter break. Um, go see your loved ones, um, recharge your battery, and come back ready to go as we roll into the spring term here at HPU. I'm your host, Jeff Rich. I want to thank HPU Women's Softball for joining us this morning and our amazing in-studio co-host, Mr. Marcus DeWall, Mr. Paul Breck. Everybody, uh, be safe, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. You've 
You've been listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network's special presentation of Sharks Weekly in conjunction with Hawaii Pacific University on 95.1 FM and AM 760. A special mahalo to Hawaii Pacific University Executive Director of Athletics, Dr. Debbie Snell, Hawaii Pacific University's VP of Marketing and Communications, Jeffrey Rich, on-site technical engineer, Paul Brett, and Operations Director, Kuule Agbayani. We now return you to regular scheduled programming on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.